Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. I had a pause there. I was like, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I have to actually really think, like, who am I not? I have to make sure I say I am not. Yes. Because I have actually messed up in the past and said that I am not Gino. <laughs> yes, and that would be a lie for I am Gino. Dun, yes. dun, dun. That's the yep. twist. That's the twist. It's a Shyamalan-level twist. Yes, because those aren't anything anymore. They really aren't. <laughs> Alright, so we're on episode uh, 39. Yes. And this will come uh, out on the uh, 15th. July 14th. 15th. 15th? What? Yep. What day is this? It's the mo- the Monday is the 15th. Ah, it's fine. Prime Day. Prime Day. Oh, cool. Prime. I I plan to sit I at work. I probably won't buy anything. Looking at things I want to buy and then probably buying nothing. Yeah, I'll probably look at things and be like, nope, nope, nope. Don't really need that. There's so many house things I want to buy. Yeah. That I probably shouldn't. So, how's it feel to finally be a homo? Homeowner. Uh, it's it's good. I I I'm I'm looking forward to get everything moved in and then hopefully by the next time we record. I'll be in the new house, and, uh... Yeah. In your, your complete, totally fabricated recording studio? Yes. No. That's right. In the, in the bedroom that no longer has popcorn ceiling. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Then I'll probably have to set up all of my, my stupid recording settings and stuff again. Because <laughs> no matter what I do... It, it, it breaks time. itself every time. Every time. Every time we go to record, we have to spend like 15 to 30 minutes. <laughs> literally just me going check, check, one, check, one, mic, one, two, syphilis. I literally just do that over and over again. Because Gino keeps messing with the levels. Somehow. I don't mess with them, it just changes. I don't. I'm obviously not doing anything. <laughs> I'm literally halfway across the country. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, shall we jump into Fantasy Movie League? I think we should skip it this week. Huh. I mean, this was such a small, small week. I mean, the the top Cineplex in our group is, you know, barely $80 million, which, you know, I made like four times that last, last week, you know, last time we recorded. I did very poorly. Yeah, I uh, I picked pretty much the same thing you did for my fantasy movie league, and then was all like, I don't know, this could go south, and I picked something safer. Yeah, I was I was gambling on crawl being a little bit better than what it did. It didn't do bad for movie standards, horror movie standards, but it definitely didn't do the level that I was expecting it to. Like I pulled it up, and you know how there, there's like five of us in the league, right? And, and I'm like, okay, I'm in fourth. And I'm like scrolling through, and I'm like, okay, there's only like six million between me and the and the first place person. And I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'll give him some props here. It's Rick. Rick's in first place this week. Go Rick. Yeah, yeah, go Rick. And uh, go. So, um, if he would remember week after week, he'd actually be able to compete. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so. Uh, I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, there's only like six million between us. This isn't a terrible week. And then I scroll down and I was like, oh, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I messed up. That that secures my overall number one for 
For now. For now. You have had three wins. I have had a singular win, but that was quite the win I had. Yes, it was. The, um, but yeah, I I am now twenty million behind you, which is doable. I'm still I'm still competing. Yeah, all you got to do is hit hit one more perfect Cineplex, and yeah, that's all I got to do. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got to do. I mean this this week the perfect Cineplex is only ninety eight million. Or at least I that's know, what yeah. it is on on Saturday night when we're recording. Yeah, that can always change. It can, but it doesn't usually fluctuate by that much. Yeah, I don't know. I I suppose Men in Black being the the best. That's two point two million yeah. for Men in Black International. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I think. Yeah, Men in Black is done, and also it's kind of ridiculous that it made that much in cinemas. I mean, the fact that it's still bringing in two million dollars is kind of impressive. It's not that good of a movie. You'd think word of mouth would just cause people to be like, no, nah, I'm done. I'll red box that stuff. I'll stream it. I, uh, I was really confused by what they decided to put in this week. Like, they had uh, Child's Play, I guess, which is still, still in theaters, but is not doing particularly well. But then they threw in the the Godzilla movie. Yeah. And I didn't know that was even still in theaters. I'm sure it's just a few. It's got to be just a handful. Yeah, but I, I feel mean, like it only made It only made half a million. I feel like there's something else that could have been, like, at that price point in the yeah. last... See, I just, I gambled because I thought Crawl was going to get close to what Spider-Man... Was. I thought it was going to make around thirty million, and it's like if I can get four crawls, yeah, and it does thirty million, and you know Spider Man's going to do like forty million, then I will definitely be the victor because everybody else will be going for Spider Man, and I chose poorly. It did ten point four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not bad. No, not but it's not Spider Man. The forty million or nearly fifty million that Spider Man did. So it, it beat out Stuber and it beat out. Um, it beat I, out I almost picked a lot of Stuber as well, and then I was all like, "No." I looked at uh, what I did was I because I, uh, I I did this on my Thursday, and I looked at the uh, um, like the early release number or like like theater seats yeah. for like to see what what was available seat wise, and there was like. Like four or five people in Crawl, and like nobody in Stuber. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And then I looked at the, like the Friday ones already that were already filled, and there were a few in Crawl, and like still like nobody in Stuber. Yeah. And I was like, like uh, we were planning on going to see Stuber actually, and then yeah, we got busy with house stuff and did planning, and then I had other stuff going on, so I couldn't see a movie this weekend. But, but if I was going to pick, if I was going to pick a movie, it would have been Stuber. Yeah, it looks funny. It you know, Mil Nanjiani, he's he's great. But but, um, uh, but yeah, I I just I thought that Crawl was going to be better. I like all of the reviews I read was like it's a it's a pretty good horror movie. It's you know a suspenseful Jaws like horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. 
a lot of people are going to go see a horror movie this weekend because you know horror movies always make bang. Right. I uh, yeah, that's that's totally why I picked that for my fantasy movie. Like my fantasy movie league one was was uh, four uh, crawl and four midsummer. Okay. Yeah. Just everybody going to see a horror movie. Yep. Yep. Midsummer didn't do very well. No. This week did three and a half million. But like, it wasn't heard, that expensive either, so... Yeah, I, I heard that Midsommar was, um, like, it's it's really well written, but it's not really a very good horror movie. Okay. Like, it's a lot like Wicker Man, and... I mean, I'm never going to see it, but, like, Jordan Pill, uh, the, the, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. the writer and director of uh, Get Out, and... What was the other one? Us. Us, that's right, us. Um, he said that it was transforming the genre. And now I'm looking back, it's like, maybe he didn't mean it as a compliment. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I saw trailers for Crawl, and it's like, oh, this looks like a decent horror film. I mean, I actually might watch some, I might watch Crawl when it becomes available on streaming platforms, you know? Yeah. But I'm definitely not going to go to theaters and see it. Right. Unless I have a pass. <laughs> Foreshadowing to a later point in the podcast. Uh, but yeah, so I did really poorly. I'm in fifth place this week. Um, and way to go, Rick. But overall, I'm in second, following Gino by 20 million. And we'll have some catching up to do. Yeah. Do we want to go ahead and get into the news? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we don't have that much in the docket, so we might be able to actually make this less than a tight ninety. This is a a, a loose sixty. A loose sixty. That's right. Getting in on that loose sixty. Um, so apparently, even though not a single episode of Mandalorian has dropped yet on the Disney platform, uh, they are currently writing season two. That is, I don't know. Like that's that's kind of what uh, what Netflix does. Like they'll yeah, I know. It's just they'll drop something Disney and light a second season like right at the same time, or even before the. First. But yeah, like that's not that's not Disney like. Yeah, that's not Disney. They've canceled a whole lot of uh, Star Wars properties over the past few years. You know, they've they keep dropping movie series left and right, and so it's kind of surprising. So I I take that to mean that it's going to be surprisingly good. Yeah, maybe I've heard good things about it coming. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a bounty hunter show, so it, it can't be bad. I wonder if it'll be like a monster of the week kind of bounty of the week kind uh, yeah, of show. Yeah, I'm surprised, and it'll have little cameos or at least you know mentionings of. I'm sure it's a lot like Agents of Shield. Okay. Uh, in the sense that you know things will be happening that has to do with the whole Star Wars actual universe, and like you might hear somebody mentioning you know Ben Kenobi or. Boba Fett, or something along those lines. Yeah. I wonder what time period it takes place in. I have you no know? idea. Actually, I don't know many specifics other than the fact that they're writing more of it. Alright. Let me look here. The Mandalorian set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. Okay. So, before the new trilogy... Yeah, Sorry. it's between six and seven. Okay, so okay, that makes sense. 
Um, um, we follow the travels. Tra uh, let's see here. Of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. I, I hope there is zero force. Yeah, I you know I like that a lot about uh, Solo. Yeah. The, the sense that it wasn't Jedi driven. I mean, they threw in the Sith at the end, but yeah. Yeah, they did, but it. I mean, it wasn't in the sense that you know a bunch of space wizards were doing stuff. Right. And, you know, the lack of lightsabers is always a good thing to me. Yeah. I mean, lightsabers are cool and all, but, but like, it's a little yeah, overdone at this point. Yeah, but it can also be used as a light crutch. Yes, light crutch. I get it. Yeah. But, um, uh, anyway, uh, still, I'm, this sounds interesting and everything. I, I, I like the idea of, like, Firefly in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I think I think it could be good. All right, and uh, so they're having a Mortal Kombat reboot here soon. Why does that say Lombardi? Because auto corrected my my <laughs> K combat. I was trying to figure out what a Mortal Lombardi was. Well, I was also looking at this as I was about to mention. It's like I know I wrote this. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's Mortal Kombat. Anyway, Mortal Kombat with a K. Uh, they're going to be rebooting it, and apparently the movie is shooting for an R rate. Um, that so makes sense. I think I think that's what it should have been from the beginning. I I realize it was a video game, but I think they pulled too many punches when it came to the actual movies. Yeah. Um, but I think there have been like internet series that have been rated R, at least towing the line of rated R. Maybe. But anyway, I think. I think gruesome, bloody, body horror. And, like, the the recent games have been really gory. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. With their overkills and x-ray punches and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah. They, they, they have definitely taken it into the whole thing, including, like, you know, a bunch of horror movie characters on top of that. And so, yeah, I think, I think Mortal Kombat... I mean, I... I think it's a, it's one of those video games that is just perfect for movie adaptation. <laughs> but they seem to just keep dropping the ball on that. And hopefully this will point them in the right direction. Yeah. I, I for one, look forward to Mortal Lombardi. Mortal Lombardi, yes. That's the show name, Mortal the Lombardi. The rated R Mortal Lombardi. <laughs> um, but anyway, also in reboots, uh, Flintstones is going to be having an animated reboot happening. Okay, animated um, it's one? It's supposed to be... It's it's animated, but it's supposed to be like an adult sitcom. Okay, like, uh, who's doing how it? the original was. Uh, Netflix, I think? Okay. That's so, interesting. I think that's what I read. I can't really recall. It's some sort of a streaming platform, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, uh, they're they're shooting it for it to be uh, like an adult sitcom in the sense of how it was back in the seventies. You know, now we look at it as like a kids' show, but back then they were oh. they were pushing the edge. It's Warner. Okay. Um. And uh, which means it'll probably be on 
Yeah, HBO Max. We should talk about HBO Max. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that now. Sure. Okay, so HBO let's, Max. Let's get closer to that tight ninety. Yeah, is going to be. Um, it's the the Warner Studios, um, AT and T, uh, streaming service. And, oh, yeah, uh, that's what I read. It was AT and T. Yeah, was doing it. Which is interesting. I, I'm interested to see what kind of like, um, you know, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, what's the word with like exclusive? Um, yeah, like their own content. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested I, to see what sort of things they will produce on that because they're. We're going to get to cable level streaming critical mass. Yeah, where you're paying like among the all the subscriptions, you're paying you know eighty dollars a month for it. Yeah, and it's, that's quite possible because like this is going to be like sixteen, seventeen dollars. Um, but you're already paying fifteen dollars for HBO Go if you're if you're paying HBO Go. So yeah, HBO Max is only like two dollars more, and you get all the TNT Turner stuff and. Yeah, I guess. It's just and, if you're doing uh, Netflix, if you're doing Hulu and actually paying for it, if you're, right. you know, doing this HBO, if you're doing Disney, if you're doing... But um, Disney's going to be cheap, so that's nice. Yeah, cheap until it pushes out some of its competitors. Right. Um, there's going to be uh, an NBC Universal streaming service coming. Um, yeah, DCU. Yeah, there's that. Uh, there's if you're into YouTube, that sort of thing, YouTube Red or whatever they're yeah. calling it now, it's YouTube Premium now. YouTube Premium, no one cares, right? It's YouTube you pay for. Yes, but, but yeah, you get between free music all these and things free, and no ads, and if you do Prime, that's on top of that. I mean, a lot of yeah. people do Prime now just simply for the streaming services. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you do all of these things together, and it adds up really quick. Did you know that you can get just the 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 Prime Video streaming for like nine dollars a month? Yeah, but I actually do ship stuff, so right. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's worth it if you actually do other things, and I also use their music and stuff sometimes too. Mm-hmm. I use some of the other Amazon things. Come within the the Prime universe. Yeah. Did you know that you can get? Like Prime for like twelve dollars a month, if you're paying monthly, so you can just buy like a month of it, and or at least you used to be able to. I I, I think you still can. Mm, I have no idea. I guess also I, I have no idea what I'm actually paying for Prime. Um. So yeah, it's twelve ninety nine a month if you pay okay. month to month. Um, or $120 a year is what it is okay. now. Mine just re-upped and it it went from being like $99 a year to $120 a year within the last year. Yeah, I remember paying $99 a year. But still, I think it's a pretty good deal for all that you get. Yeah. Um, um, but still, yeah, all those, all those things and everything, they add up to, you know, a couple hundred dollars a year. Yeah, they it, it, it can add up to you know a hundred dollars a month. Like you're talking like yeah. twelve hundred dollars a year. 
Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of money. And so it's it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And if you also have like cable on top of that and everything, you literally are paying. You know, yeah. No. If you if you're like doing all these things, then you're not going to have cable. I mean, I, I hope not. I'm if you sure have all these things and cable, like, I'm sure there's some families out there that they have a satellite for the living room. They have one kid wants Netflix, one kid wants Hulu, one kid yeah. wants YouTube, and all these things add up so the family's paying, you know, three hundred dollars a month for their entertainment. Right. And that's not counting if they go to the movies, do any video games, all that kind of stuff. It's right. not. It's not cheap anymore to be entertained. Yeah. There's not. I don't know. Uh, I think. I think within the next like five years or so, we'll we'll see everything boil down to like a cable package that's just internet based. You know, like, like it'll have all these things instead of like just individual. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, like some of these Disney. will go under, and then they'll they'll get merged into other things. Disney will make a deal with HBO and with something else, or Amazon will make a deal with like a couple of them. It's like. We're going to do a bundle where you get all these subscri- uh, subscriptions for one low price. Yeah. And also seeing how they're able to track exactly what you're watching and everything, they could actually divvy things up equally. So it's like, okay, That's true. well, somebody's been watching a whole lot of Stranger Things, so Netflix gets the most of that pie. And yeah. And they'll, they'll, they, can, they can work it out like that. This, this definitely could be a thing. Um, in other news, uh, which they haven't come out with any specific details, they just kind of teased it. Uh, Regal has kind of come out possibly with a screen pass sometime this month. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm in the AMC game now, and yeah, yeah. and it's it's close enough to home that that I don't see myself wanting to do the Regal one because it's further away. But yeah, know, if, it's a nicer theater, and you get like I, IMAX and stuff with that too, don't you? Like um, the, the Regal 3D. I don't know. Uh, they haven't they haven't announced what comes yeah, with it. I think but, it's different, like packages, and depending on what city you are, and yeah, like how it was with Movie Pass. If you went to any movie anywhere in the United States, it would just work. Uh, but also with this one, the thing that I read. If you go outside of your network, there could be an upcharge. Like if yeah, you, like if, that's if, how if the AMC normal, one works. If you're yeah, if your Regal normally charges you twelve dollars a movie, and you go to a place where it's sixteen dollars a movie, they're going to charge you an extra three bucks or something like that. Okay. Like the way the AMC one works is like if you're in specific states, then it's like twenty dollars. If you're in other states, then it's like twenty one dollars. If you're in like California, and New York, it's twenty three dollars. Yeah, and um, like you get so many free, like you get like three or four, like free uh, pass. Basically, like if you're if you're visiting somewhere else that's in a different package. Um, okay, but after that amount, then they'll they'll charge you a difference. I think. Okay, fair enough. So if you're on vacation or if yeah. you just moved. Yeah. But, like, uh, for instance, like, I think Colorado is a $21 state. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Tennessee here is a, a $20 state. Yeah, I think Denver itself is, is going to bump you up into the next bracket. 
Yeah. So, um, I don't but know. So I'm interested 20, to see. Yeah. Even at twenty-one dollars a month, if I'm able to see three movies a month, it's paid more than for itself. Yeah. And if I'm allowed to also see three D movies, or you know, uh, I or uh, or just the you know, oh, what are they called? The RPX or whatever, okay. whatever Regal calls their IMAX. Yeah. If, no. if I'm able to also see... There's IMAX, but then the there's package. RPX, which is like the, the Regal Premium Experience. That's what it is. Yes, that's, that's and, what it And it's just a, a bigger screen and supposed to be comfier seats, but but now they've put in like all the recliner seats and everything else. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like this entire theater, all the seats are the exact same. <laughs> like, I don't think it's spacing any different or anything. Like there's And the thing is also there's tons of leg room between the things too. I don't know what this specific one has done, but it, it doesn't actually matter. There's, there are different size of theaters, so I guess different size of screens. Mm-hmm. But that's the only difference I've actually noticed. Yeah. Um, so at Opry, they put in uh, the 4DX movie theater. Oh, cool. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, uh, it's it's where the, the seats will rumble, you'll get little water sprayed on the back of your neck, or bursts of air around your legs and stuff like that yeah right? yeah and it's like yeah, 28 dollars a ticket <laughs> yeah i also hear that if it's not perfectly synced you're you will throw up because of motion sickness okay because if your chair starts to rumble in a certain way and then the screen shakes in the other way your that makes sense yeah like, oh god no but no <laughs> i actually got to do one of these for free Oh really? Um, I went to when I went to into DC. We went to Mount Vernon in Virginia, and they had a 4D experience movie, and they had mice scurrying around the floor, and like little puffs of air were like going past you. So it felt like mice were scurrying over your feet and past your leg. Uh, when it was winter, the whole theater like the temperature dropped a little bit, and they, they dropped. Uh, it was like uh, little foam, like not foam. It was. Um, like bubbles, it was soap bubbles that kept okay. falling down from the ceiling. That way, it was like it was snowing and everything when everybody was, you know, suffering. And when it was raining and everything, there was like little mist that came down, like the back your back, like your it, it hit the back of your head a little bit. Uh huh. And so it was quite the experience. It's actually the best movie experience I've ever had. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, they had uh, Endgame in one of the, in the theater. And I was all like, I want to see that in that experience, but I, I don't want to pay $30 a ticket for it. Yeah, I don't think it's worth that much, really. And I, don't. I don't know. Like, maybe if I were seeing it by myself, I'd spend $30, but, but for, for both Becca and I, that's 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and that's not including any kind of snacks or right. anything else. So, I don't know. Yeah. Do you, would, you, would, you, would you want to spend... Would you want to get snacks when you're, you're having that experience? Like... I, not personally for me, but the thing is, there's some people that just they can't go see a movie without a like a bag of popcorn or something. Yeah, I guess you know, they one have of those to people. have their two liters of beverage and a thing mm-hmm. of popcorn. Yes. And All right, so yeah. uh, let's let's swing back to where we started here. So Regal's going to put out their thing, and and you're probably going to sign up for it. And yeah, yeah. If they if they have it available, it's just more cost effective, and I'll actually go see more movies. Like I would have seen, I would probably go to the theater and I'd see Crawl. I definitely would see, you know, Stuber. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's like Hobbs and Shaw. I'd go see that. Yeah, yeah. Pass. You know, these these are movies that I probably I, I'm not really willing to spend the money to see them. But I'll go like a Tuesday night and I'll go see a movie. You know? And I might even if I'm getting in for the thing and I get a discount on like popcorn or something. Yeah, they they, like uh, they said there'd be like a a ten percent discount on concessions or something like that yeah. as well. And Which AMC doesn't do that. Too, still. Do you? Nice. Yeah, like you earn points on like any dollar that you spend still. So if you buy a concession, oh, okay. you still get points for but that. But you're not spending money on the like no. the best part with like movie pass was you still got the regal points. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we'd get basically, like, free popcorn and drinks and... Yeah, but, no, it's not going to quite work out like that. But still, like, I, you know, with, like, a discount and everything, and I'll occasionally buy probably a drink or popcorn, depending on the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but, yeah, I'll definitely go see, like, a bunch of movies on, like, a Tuesday or something. Yeah. I will make them rue the day they allowed me to see a movie. (laughs) So... So yeah, so Regal's putting out their their Screen Pass thing. In similar news, Movie Pass has decided that they're going to shut down for several weeks. Is what they've said to update their app, and they did yeah. this like right in time for uh, Spider Man to come out. Of course they did. Because <laughs> so, they also dodged in game for something too, in like a lot of the big cities, they had uh, they had server issues. Okay, is what I remember happening during that. Hmm. And yeah, Movie Pass is not doing well. No, I'm I'm surprised they're still around. Yeah, um, it was very very frustrating because when they were during their their big downfall, it I was close and I'm close enough to Denver to be able to see like the theaters and stuff, and I would still be able to go see movies for free. Any movie I wanted at mm-hmm. like three of their theaters. But out here, I had to have, like, there was the whole schedule thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was just frustrating, because if I was willing to drive an hour, I could have seen a lot more movies. With, like, if I was, or at least an hour closer, it would have been a lot more reasonable for me to just go see movies there. I'd probably still have Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very frustrating. And Movie Pass, they are limping along so much. Maybe they'll do something great with their app and people will come back. I'm I'm never... No, the thing is, especially if Regal does their thing, I'm never going back to a third-party pass yeah. thing again. Because with, with with being burned by MoviePass... And MoviePass, I, I basically got my money's worth. Yeah. I got my money's worth with MoviePass. But Cinemia, I ended up spending, I think, around $30 a movie. That sucks. And it's very, very frustrating because, you know, I didn't even, I wasn't even able to break even at the end there, you know, because it's like, oh, well, they're going to be going away. And it was right before um, Infinity Wars. And they're just like, oh, nope, we're not going to pay for any Infinity Wars. We're not doing that. Not in the U.S. Because if they would have just let me have like, a, like two more months of seeing just three movies a month, yeah, I probably would have really bared down and I would have felt at least I got my money's worth mm-hmm. but the way it is and everything I ended up spending you know $30 and I ended up giving my movie pass card to Violet and my Cinemia card to ZZ that way they can have pretend credit cards <laughs> nice so yeah so they've got those now and they're having fun with those so at least at least it's worth a toy I guess <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Netflix has uh, decided they're going to uh, greatly scale back their uh, depiction of people smoking. Uh, okay. Unless it's like uh, like historically accurate, like a documentary kind of thing. Um, but like apparently well, like there's a lot of smoking in Stranger Things Season 3 and in response to that then they've decided to cut back on that. But that also is historically accurate. If it's taking place in the early 90s, late 80s. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it's no Mad Men, but... Smokes. It's, and, uh, it's pretty close to it. It's not that far removed from Mad Men. I grew up in a house full of smokers, and that... Everybody chain smoke constantly. Um, but, I don't know, in, in actual, like, cinema and everything, it's an unspoken rule, but only villains can really smoke in movies now. Like, okay. it has to be viewed as, like, a negative thing. So, like, the villain can smoke all they want. And one of the only examples of that not being the case is Sigourney Weaver's character in Avatar. Okay. Her character smokes in that. And she dies of cancer, so there's a negative <laughs> okay. impact there. But, yeah, you're not really allowed to depict, like, the hero smoking in, like, a PG-13 movie. Rated R is different. They're allowed to light them if they can. Which is also one of the reasons why, like, in Logan, he smokes cigars and stuff during that, too. Okay. But, yeah, as a general rule on most movies and all television shows, from what I, I'm aware of, they either can't depict people smoking, or if they do, it has to be in a negative light. So it has to be the villain smoking, or it has to be the root of somebody's illness, or weakness, or debilitation, or something like that. So yeah, okay. good for Netflix. Way yeah. to way to get back with the times. So uh, let's see. We probably should have mentioned this when we were talking about like the the Warner streaming service and all that stuff. Uh, but have you heard about Quibi? No. Okay, I have so not heard about Quibi. Quibi is um, and it's it's being put out by a bunch of different people. Like there's there's a lot of like other studios and things that are involved in this, and um, it's. Uh, it's going to be like a short form, uh, mobile only video service. Uh, like they're they're modeling it after um, what's his face, the Da Vinci Code guy. Um, like Dan his, Brown. Yes, like after his, you know how he's like, uh, we'll have like really short chapters. So like when you when you sit down to read, you still feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah, actually, yeah, I do remember that about the Da Vinci Code because it's like. I read 174 chapters. And yeah. I'm only halfway through the book. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they're doing like like 10 minute videos, and they're gonna have like a series of like eight of them. Okay. And so wait, they're, they're basically doing YouTube. Yeah, kinda. But with a higher production value. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, there's some like big names and things signed on for this. I can't remember most of them at the moment, but like. Like I, I think, a, like, I think there's like a concept, like like I think like Spielberg's in on it or something like. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that uh, what a lot of directors and producers and writers, what they truly need is limitation. Like you get the best director, the best writer, the best editor, the best producer, the best cast. You put them together and you throw nothing but money at them, it's not going to be that good. 
But like, right. look at like the original Star Wars. Look at uh, the first Deadpool movie. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. When you have a smaller budget or you're not ha- able to have like the best producer, it makes it so the screenwriters have to, you know, balance that out. Or you don't have the best cast and the director really has to step up. Or you have a really bad director and the cast has to step up. But you have this, you know, thing where you're kind of pushing and giving and pulling and everything and limiting it to like just 10 minutes especially if they keep to like a hard 10 minutes mm-hmm. it's like uh, what were those called like the short novels where they're only allowed to be like five words long or something like that okay uh, like Ernest Hemingway he wrote one it was like uh, uh, for sale baby shoes never worn oh okay and so it's like it's like a minimalist thing but it tells you a big story you know what I mean yeah, like, there's a lot of content in that six words. Yeah, and you know when you do that, you really have to strive for a little bit better. So if you're holding to like a, a strict ten minutes, it's like we're going to let you have ten minutes and then two minutes for credits. Everything's going to be basically twelve minutes long. I think you can have like some really interesting things, and also this makes it very highly digestible. Mm-hmm. The things being put up on like YouTube. And people being all like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I should check this out. It's yeah, like the like, Last Week Tonight model where they their, their big story always gets on YouTube as well. Yeah, like, I don't know. The the reception I've seen from, like, like people talking about it is like, like, this sounds dumb. But, like, the more I think about it, the more, the more I'm into it. Um, I don't necessarily like the idea that it's on mobile only. Yeah. But I like the idea that, like, on my lunch break, I can sit and watch a video. Yeah, but, I mean, what's to keep you from pulling up, like, YouTube? Right. You know? know? I think they're also shot uh, vertically. Okay. Oh, wow. There's a lot of cinematographers that are spinning in the grave right now. (laughs) But fair enough. Fair enough. It sounds interesting. I'm not going to discount it right away. It depends on how loosey-goosey it is. If it's like some of them are five minutes and some of them are 30 minutes, I, I'm I'm a little less interested in that. I, I think I think they're all 10 minutes. Okay, is, so I'm a little bit more interested in that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be ad-supported. Okay, so is it free? Uh, yeah, I think it's free. Okay, even better, because I also don't see myself paying for any of this. Yeah. I, I don't think I would pay for that. But yeah, if it's ad-supported, then yeah, I'll watch three ads. One at the beginning, one somewhere in the middle, and one at the end. Yeah. Although that does make the runtime 30 minutes. <laughs> bare minimum. Lose 30. Lose 30. All right. Um, shall we get into yeah, some so new releases? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and get to our new releases. Okay. Uh, so Netflix has a comedy special... It's uh, Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. Okay. I like the title. Um, and now I've been thinking about it, I can't remember a whole lot about it. Uh, okay. I also, the way you have this written up, I thought it was Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein, Another Life. I don't know. I put it in quotes so that you... I know. I know you specifically did, but that's not how I read, you know. <laughs> that's not how I read. I... So I was like, this is a fantastic title. Oh, okay. So uh, David Harbour, 
delves into an enigmatic history of his legendary acting family as he examines his father's legacy and role in a made-for-TV play. Okay. And it stars uh, David Harbour. David Harbour? Who is... Uh, uh, do you know who he is? Yeah, he's the guy from Stranger Things, also yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, I like him. I like, I like him. I like his character on Stranger Things. I don't see him being a big star, but I hope he is, you know? Uh -huh. Also, I have the feeling that if he becomes a star, there's a chance that I could, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a it's a comedy role. He doesn't really strike me as a comedy actor. I don't know. Like, in Stranger Things, he has a lot of one-liners and little quick whip quips that... Um, that he always gets to say, like, right before something happens. So, I don't know. And I never saw Hellboy because Anemia wouldn't let me. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, it seemed to be a little bit more of, like, a comedy action thing, too. But anyway, so this is Netflix, and I'd probably mm -hmm. check this out. Yeah. Um, it's like a comedy special kind of thing. Probably like an hour long or something like that. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's see here. There's also a series coming called Another Life. Okay, and, which has nothing to do with Frankenstein's monster. Uh, no. Okay. Um, it is a, uh, sci-fi thriller about, like, people dealing with aliens. Uh, starring, what's her name? Katie Sackhoff? Is that her name? Uh, oh, yeah, from... Starbuck um, from Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica, she was also in the most recent Riddick movie, too. Okay. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. She, oh, she was also in uh, Longmire. Okay. You watched Longmire, didn't you? No. No? No. Okay, I thought you did. I thought we talked about that. No. Okay, fair enough. Well, anyway, she's... You must she's have talked about it on your other podcast. I did, which is Talking Traz. <laughs> All right. Um, we but, talked uh, about the prison of the body and the, the prison mind. of the mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so like it's being billed as her like return to space. Okay, fair enough. See, I never watched Battlestar Galactica, but... I understand that she is, like, one of the reasons to watch it. Yes. Like, I watched all but, like, the last, like, four episodes of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. It's one of those things where I am, um... I'm a little intimidated where I don't know where to start or where to come into it. Okay. Like, there's just so much Battlestar Galactica. You know, there's, like, the original series. There's Deep Space Nine. There's... What... Battlestar Galactica. Shush, shush. I'm going on. Uh, there's like Battlestar Galactica uh, Part Two. There's Battlestar Galactica in space. In space. There's you know all kinds of stuff. There's the one where uh, there's the one where they find Atlantis and uh, <laughs> and become a Disney movie. Yes. Uh, where it's actually uh, what was uh, that Disney movie? Uh, Atlantic. Was that what it was called? Yeah, there was also uh, uh, what what was the thing? Treasure Island. 
they did. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet, yes. Treasure, of course, Treasure Planet. And, uh... Oh, and the one where, uh... Matt Damon's dad saves the Earth after it's gone. It's called After Earth. Okay. Yeah, Battlestar After... Battlestar Galactica After Earth. Yes. Yeah, all, all these things. It's just hard to tell where to start. And, you know, all of that. And also, apparently, like... There's a lot of weird timelines going on hmm. where you kind of have to see in, in a certain order because they don't spend much time explaining. Anyway, I've just never got... I started watching it. I watched like the first two episodes. Like I there was, really lost. There was a movie that led into the, the series. And okay. Maybe you didn't see the movie? I definitely saw no movie. I saw... Um, let me think. There was a lady who was... A cyclone, cyclone, whatever they're called. And Cylon. she's wearing red. Cylon, that's it. Cylon. Thank you, Gino. Um, toaster. But, but yeah, she's she's a toaster, and she's uh, trying to blow up a planet? Something yeah. Like that. I watched, it was like the first episode, I think. That is and the movie. I remember, that's the movie? Yeah. Oh, I was still lost. I was still <laughs> so lost. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So I just I I want to get into that. It really seems like my thing, but I have I have no clue how to start. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's probably too late for that. Yeah, I've I, I've missed the the train. I've missed the Battlestar Galactica. All right, moving on. Amazon has a series called The Boys. Did, the uh, boys. did you watch the the Red Band trailer like I told you to? You told me to. And that's usually the best way to get me to not do <laughs> something. Uh, so yeah, I didn't do that. <sighs> but instead I, I watched The Blown Away. So, you know. Okay. Count your chickens, you know. Count your chickens, okay? <laughs> you asked me to do one thing that would have taken me all of three minutes and instead I spent 20 minutes doing the other thing. <laughs> Yeah. If you want, we can pause it and I will pull it up. I'm not going to pull it up. But if you want to do that, I could totally do that. Uh, I'm totally not going to do that. So it's it's a group of people uh, who are basically policing superheroes for like their their uh, uh, what's the word their um, collateral damage kind of stuff and their. They're superhero insurance. Yeah, they're they're punishing these superheroes though, and there's and there's like superhero bad guys, I guess that are is what it is. They're like superheroes who are using their powers for bad things, and they're not villains. Yeah. They're just they're heroes who are doing bad things. Yeah, they're they're assholes. It's like it's like if Superman Super were to use his X-ray vision to look at naked ladies. He does. You know he does. <laughs> But like uh He's always quote unquote checking people for bombs. <laughs> right. There's so many bombs in that woman's tits. Kyle but L. uh Yeah, so like this actually looks kinda good. It's it's very actionful, there's a lot of F words. I'm into it. Cool. What is it on? Uh Amazon. Okay, yeah, I pay for that. 
And uh, Hulu has uh, Rebirth of the Veronica Mars series. Yeah. Um, They've been advertising it like crazy. Have they? Okay. They have. They're all like, hey, don't don't unsubscribe because, you know, we don't have, uh, you know, women suffering. We'll, we'll show you another show starring a woman who has, at least in the past, suffered. <laughs> suffered through but, the cancellation of her show and then rejoiced that it's coming back. Yes. Um, I tried to, because of how big the, the movie was, I tried to watch the series, and it's a little too angsty for me. I just think mm-hmm. that I've missed that boat. I've missed that Battlestar Galactica, right? As the as the saying goes. Um. So yeah, I tried to watch it, and I watched I think three or four episodes. Just way too angsty for me. And I really like Kristen Bell. I just, it's not it's not something that I'm ever going to get into. I don't know. Hopefully the. Because it's supposed to be like in current day and she's all grown up and Yeah, it's it's a continuation. It's a continuation from what I understand. Yeah, and maybe it's a little less angsty. Because uh, she's maybe. an adult now. I, I hope. I just don't know if I'm willing as a viewer to jump in at right. like part three. Right. And I'm I'm sure they're setting it up so that you can. Oh, I'm sure. They're going to introduce all the characters and give backstory and reasons for doing and being. Yeah. And, I don't know, I think Hulu owns the Veronica Mars series now, doesn't? don't they? Um, I don't know. It was originally done on UPN, do. and uh, which is a, a Warner product? So then, yeah, they... Yeah. No, because Hulu's all Disney and Fox and NBC, which is not UPN. I don't know, but I, w- I wouldn't be surprised right. if they had the rights to it somehow. But yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of flashbacks and whatnot, at least. Right. Uh, let's and see here. They might redo some of the capers. You know, somebody mm-hmm. like their whodunits, who didn't do it in the original series, did it this time. <laughs> But uh, let's see here. Let's move on to some traditional TV. Uh, CW has a show called Pandora, uh, which is uh, like a space series about... um, A radio station uh, on your phone. It's uh, like there's a a base on Earth that's like for training for going to space. And somebody's there, and she's out like patrolling or something, and then like her the base gets blown up and then she becomes some sort of badass and goes saving the galaxy. Fair enough. That's, the that's what I got from Pandora? the trailer. I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. It was, it was, Pandora reminds me of Box. You know, you don't right. open Pandora's Box and all that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that sci-fi seems to be making quite a big resurgence. Yeah. Um... USA has a series called Pearson, which okay. is a spinoff from Suits. Um, it has, um, what is her name? From uh, no, she's a little busy. Yeah, uh, and that's why Suits was canceled. Yes, uh, but no, it has um, the, the the lady from uh, Firefly. 
Uh, Anara? No, the, the Kaylee. No. Um, the one Jane? that's in suits. Uh, um, yes. Um, oh, this is bad because it's literally the only person of color that show had. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know uh, that character's name actually. Gina Torres is her name. That's yeah, the actor's name. What was the character's name? I can't remember. I mean, all that's coming to mind is Wash's wife, and this is not good. This is. I, I am sorry for my yes. sexism and racism and all the other isms that I have right now. Yeah, I I cannot. I also forgot that her character existed in that show. Uh, so that's that's how bad that is. Zoe. Zoe. Oh, that's probably why I forgot. That's my mother's dog's name. <laughs> you just put that out of your mind. I did. I did. I just discounted it. It can't be that because I'm just thinking of my mother's dog. Yep. Yep. That's what we're going to wash it up to. But anyway, yeah, she was in the Suits series, right? Yes. She was kind of like a big bad in that. She was the like the head of the. Of the uh, law firm. Yeah, that's right. That's right, she was. I watched like the first and, few seasons of that. Uh, and it was pretty good. In this, like, she gets like disbarred. Like, I guess at the end of Suits she gets disbarred or something. And and she ends up like working as like cleanup for some Chicago like lawyer person. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like a continuation of that character. Fair enough. So yeah, she's still got a job, that's cool. Yeah, so good for her. Um, let's see here, HBO has a series called Share. Uh, it's about a girl who has a night full of partying and can't remember things the next morning. She wakes up to find that... Her friends are circulating a video of her being sexually assaulted. Oh, wow. Yes, it's like a, a drama thriller sort of series. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, that doesn't seem like something... See, I, I want to watch for entertainment and kind of get away from real life. Yeah. And that... HBO seems to be pushing realistic. that kind of boundary lately with their... They are. They're 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 trying to ground themselves. I think a bit more after the the fantasy epic that was Game of Thrones. Yeah, right? it, it only makes sense. But uh, but yeah, like it was it was hard enough to kind of get through like uh, Trill and oh, what was the other one that was based on real life? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Okay. <laughs> and after both of those, it's it's a little draining. So I think uh, this sounds like a pass. I mean, if Sarah's really interested in this, I might give it a try. But yeah, I doubt that. I doubt that. Um, let's see here, and then uh, the Epics Channel, which I learned existed. Um, yeah, I'm aware of this. Uh, has a show called Pennyworth. Okay, which is uh, Stephen King's it character? No. That's Penny. Oh, Pennywise. Yes. 
Yeah, apparently I'm just off on this one. Pennyworth being Batman. Yes. Alfred Alfred Pennyworth. Yes. Okay, yeah. That is what it I'm is. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, when I read this, I was like, oh, okay, because it part two is coming out. So this makes sense. There's a lot of lore to this character. <laughs> no, it's 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 about Alfred. Uh, there, there's Batman. probably as much lore to... Pennywise as there is to Alfred. No, no, no. Alfred has a rich history and background. I could actually, we could do a tight 90 on Alfred right now. (laughs) Okay. Let's not. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's it for new releases for the next two weeks. Um, let's move on to some movies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of movies coming out over the next couple weeks. It's, it's really just The Lion King next week, mm-hmm. uh, or this coming week, and um, I've heard it does not do so good, that it's not so good, is what I'm saying. Um, I mean, this is obviously something for kids to go see. I don't understand why they chose the least live-action-y movie they could have done to do live-action. Right. I don't know. It's because the Lion King is a is a, a good product. It is no, it is. It's one of those things they want to make sure they own that story, and so they're getting it back in the copyright as best they can. Um, so yeah, I mean between I that mean, and I'm the musical and everything, that it does it it does well, and they 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 feel like it'll yeah. do well. But if if and when the musical comes here to Denver, I'm probably going to go see it with my wife again. I've seen it twice already. Nice. The musical is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how how they do it, but I don't know. Like, having heard that it's not that good, I, I may not... I don't know. They'll probably break it up, won't they? For the Fantasy probably. Movie League. For Fantasy Movie League, probably. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not going up against anything else. It very well might be Spider-Man again. That's yeah. A big draw. If you can get, like, three Spider-Man, Spider-Man's going to probably put up, like, 20 million. Yeah. I don't know. I think Lion King will make pretty good its opening weekend. Yeah. It's, it's it'll probably do, like, my guess would be, like, 60, 70. Uh, yeah. It'll, I think it'll go over 40 for sure. So it just really all kind of depends. But if they break it up, you're probably looking at like 25 million on a Friday and a yeah, I, and a 20 on a Spider-Man Saturday and a 20 the, on a Spider-Man uh, will be the better option. Yeah, the, the two, especially if they break it. Yeah. Let's see, and then uh, the following week on the 26th, there's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, which is Quentin Tarantino's newest thing. It looks good. Yeah, it does. Um, it looks surprisingly good. See, the thing is that I, in general, don't like the writing style of Quentin Tarantino, but he <laughs> does a good trailer for some reason. Yes. Like, every one of his trailers always hooks me. And, you know, this is all also based upon a true story. Okay. He's got a really big cast. And hmm. so, yeah, um... But yeah, I don't know. Once upon a Hollywood, I think will be the big big draw that week. Maybe, 
I think it will do better than Lion King. In really? The week. We'll see. I think so. I don't know. Because Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, I was trying to compare it to other Quentin Tarantino films, and I don't know. They're all they're all kind of messed know if, up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if this one's anything like the stuff that he's done in the past. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, at all of the film festivals, it was always very highly reviewed. Okay. So it's apparently good, but it's it's probably less blood and gore, blood and gore than any of his other movies. Okay, then I might see it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is there is a chance for it. it. It involves, I mean, seeing how you seem to be unaware, it involves like the Charles Manson thing. Oh, okay. And Sharon Tate and all of that. Like it involves those murders. Like Charles Manson is a character in this in this in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there is at least a part where one scene could have. Actually, you know what? It takes place on movie sets, so there's going to be scenes where there's going to be. You know, somebody getting their head or their arm chopped off and like gallons and gallons of blood. And then you're going to have somebody that says cut. And then it's like, what's his problem? Well, the mechanism's screwed up. <laughs> and it keeps spraying blood. And it's probably going to be Quentin Tarantino directing that movie. Yes. That's, that's that exactly sense. what's going to happen. He's going to put himself in a cameo where he's a director. It's going to be a meta cameo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's there's um, other things that are happening that week is Bram's The Boy 2, which is like a horror mystery. Okay. It's got Katie Holmes in it. Okay. A other people. Um, it looks interesting, but I don't think it's going to make any money. Right. Um, Jamie Bell is going to be in Skin. Okay. It's going to be a, his, I think his first Red R Mill movie. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know anything about these movies. I don't, I, I really just kind of pick up the big names of movies and, and then look through the other ones and go, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, so if you know more about these movies, then feel free to share. Uh, not really. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I know about skin is that it's it's supposed to be a story about a guy that was raised by skinheads. Oh, okay. So, uh, so like, kind of like American History X. Yeah, that's think, what I was about to say. That's that's the vibe I'm getting from it. That's the vibe I'm getting from it. Okay. But yeah, that's that's. I mean, I, I'm at least aware of those. And that's that's all for like the next two weeks, really. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's a few documentaries that are coming out. But anyway, yeah, we can just go ahead and carry on into what we're watching. All right. So, uh, what have you been watching? Um, we're watching the fifth season of Community. Okay. And we're really enjoying the fifth season. Fifth uh, season the was season the last season on NBC. Uh, that would be the the fourth season. Okay. Uh, because the fourth season 
Dan Harmon wasn't even a writer. He he was removed from the show. And the fifth season is the one he got back to. Okay. And you can definitely tell there's a higher quality of writing in the fifth season. How many seasons are um, there? Six. The sixth season being uh, the one that was on Yahoo. Yahoo. Right. Streaming platform or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Yahoo videos. Whatever Where was the were. fifth season available? Uh, I really cannot recall. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they lose you know uh, Donald Glover at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, but they reference it by like, like talking about like how Scrubs was repiloted and Zach Braff was only in the first four, first six episodes. And sure enough, Donald Glover is like only in the first like six episodes here. And it's okay. really good. It's got the guy that plays uh, Mike Herman Trout on Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Better Call Saul. And he's basically playing that same character, but in a comedy series. Season five was on NBC. It was also on NBC? Okay. Yep. Okay. But anyway, um, it's good. Season five is really good. There's a lot of really funny things. The thing is, you could not jump into season five. It, it's, yeah, there's it's too all... many running gags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's so many episodes where they're like little bottle episodes or like little homages to like bigger things. Um, season five has been just excellent. Community is excellent. Now, this is also me saying this before I've seen the sixth season, but, you know, I'm watching it. Yeah. I'm watching it on Hulu. Okay. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend Community. It's fantastic. And also takes place in Colorado, which I never, ever, ever would have guessed that. But apparently there are things. And Sarah and I, after we after we learned this, surely she talks with a Colorado accent. <laughs> it's It's fantastic. Like, there's little things that have just been there the entire time. Like, like Britta talks to a guy who's talking about going to, like, Boulder and like just little things and apparently all the license plates are all Colorado license plates okay and it's just wild it's 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 very interesting and we're 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 enjoying it immensely hmm I am um, also I watched all of the television series Deadwood mm-hmm. and it ends on such a cliffhanger I can see why like cause it, was it cancelled or was it just written that way it was it was canceled okay because it's like there's no way you end on that cliffhanger and uh even though we're not talking about movies yet i have started the movie i'm about halfway through the movie okay and they just basically at the beginning of the movie they just like okay we're going to drop these 12 storylines that we were planning on having and we're just going to focus on this one story story arc okay like, there's just things that were supposed to happen that they just are like, okay, we're never going to bring this up again. Do they they take care of the, the cliffhanger? No. No? no it, takes place, it takes place ten years after that. Okay. Because all of the characters have aged right. over ten years. And so, no, it literally does not conclude... That entire because are you did you watch the the last episode of the third season? No, I'm still on episode four of season one. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you have some catching up. To do. Yes, but no, it 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 does not address that at all. There's like this big battle that's about to happen. Like they're amassing people to fight, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, it's been ten years since that day. 
<laughs> and it's just it's just really weird. It's uh, it's a little jarring, but it's nice to see all these characters again. Um, okay. I, I don't want to give a final review on it yet. Until you've but seen it all. Yeah. I would say the first two seasons of Deadwood are excellent. Definitely watch them. But if you're not interested in seeing the movie or until I'm done seeing the movie, I don't think the third season's actually worth it. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, what have you been watching? Uh, I believe we both finished watching One Punch, right? We did. We did. We were done spoiling it for each other for uh, the time being. Did I... Did I spoil the... No, I spoiled episode 11 for you, but not 12. We 12 came out after we we recorded last. Okay, fair enough. So, like, we have not talked about the finale. Yeah, you said uh, you said in the conversation we had it felt very underwhelming. But I just feel as though that's kind of what One Punch does. Okay. It just kind of goes out on an underwhelming note. They pull the One Punch? Yeah. They have? <laughs> yeah, and okay. I mean, I still liked it, but I, it's definitely leading into another season that may or may not happen. Yeah, I just, this entire season has been very underwhelming to me. There's been some bits, and there's been some parts and some characters that I've enjoyed. But I don't know if this entire season has really been worth it. Hmm. The, the first season is just so good. And this one, it just seems like they're just like, okay, we got to give all the background to all these characters. Right. And it's because they're going to come out with a, a fighter video game. Right. And, yeah, I just, I don't care, really, about any of the other characters, really. I just, I want more Saitama. Right. I like the interactions he has with other people. There are, like, entire episodes where he's kind of just in the background or off doing his own thing. And that's fine. But I just don't care about those characters in that moment. Right. You know, I, I mean, I understand it's got to show us, like, how badass these people are. That way, when they finally come up to a force, they can't stop. And Saitama just goes, pop, and it's done. Mm -hmm. It just shows, you know, how much on a different level he is. But, like, the, the centipede dude. Right. I, I feel as though that character, the way, at, the way it ended, it made me feel as though, oh, did I miss an episode where they went into detail about this character and about how badass he is and the fact that he has a backstory with other characters that we don't know about? Nope, it's just a weird episode. <laughs> like I didn't care for that at all. Like it's just it just shows Saitama like this is how powerful he is. This this creature nobody on the planet can defeat it, and Saitama just gives it a single pop and it's gone. You know? Yeah. So that's that's where I am. But yeah, I don't think they've even started writing the third season right. yet. But I bet you they'll come out with it. It took them like three years for this season. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the new one will come sooner than that. I mean, maybe. It depends on just, I guess, how marketable it all is. So if the video game does well and they're able to sell enough action figures, they'll start chucking them out, you know? I mean, I don't think the manga series is that much farther ahead of this. Okay. I saw an article that was all like ten major differences between the manga and the 
and the anime, but I, I didn't actually read the series. Yeah, the... I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, like, I don't, I don't know if they've separated so much that that they need to, that they're sticking with the the manga. Or... I, I mean, the way it usually does in the whole anime world is that the animated series usually outpaces the manga. Right. And then they're just kind of on their own. And filler. if you want to do it like the whole DBZ, yeah, you just you just create a bunch of filler episodes where it's like, okay, we're going to talk about how I'm going to power up in four episodes I'm powering up. And then we're going to have eight episodes where we do a battle. And then I'm going to show you my final form, which will take another eight episodes. <laughs> and I like how One Punch Man is all like, I don't care, pop, you're done. Right, yeah. Um, let's see here. Watch more Hunter Hunter. And yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um I uh I'm enjoying it to the point that I was like, well, let me let me see cuz um like uh Netflix says it has series 1 through 3 or episode 1 through 3 or seasons 1 through 3. That's the word. Okay, series, yes. <laughs> yes. Series 1 through 3 episodes. Seasons. Yep. Yes, seasons one That's through the three, and um, and then uh, Hulu says it has seasons one and two, and yeah. then uh, if you go to buy it, uh, like specific episodes and things, there's like six seasons, and each season is like twenty bucks. Wow! And and I was like, well, I'm not going to buy it if it's available streaming, but it sounds like there's only two seasons, three seasons available streaming. And so, uh, it was all confusing, and it turns out that there are two seasons total, and they're all on Hulu, but they're broken up into, like, six parts, and the first three parts are seasons one, two, and three on Netflix, and that's all that's available in English. Uh, that, okay. that's all that's it's uh, dubbed. The rest of it is subbed only. Okay, fair enough. So I'm gonna have to start reading if I want to go past episode like 53 or something. Is I'll, it is it worth it to to get to that point to even like get to that stopping? point? I don't know. I'm on like episode uh 31 or something like that. Okay. I've got like would 20 you, episodes left. Would you recommend English? just watching the 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 dubbed version still? Maybe yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay, I'll I'll have to check it out. I think I've seen like a episode or something. It's about like people who have to power up or level up or something. No, it's no. all like the first part is all about um, getting their hunter license and going through the exam and things. Is there like a little kid who wears green most of the time? Yes. Okay, he's got like black hair. Yes. Is like a blonde girl? No. No. Okay. Then I might be thinking of different things. Does does the girl have big boobs? There are like hardly any girls in this series. But do they have big boobs? No. Then are we talking about anime? Yeah. Um But yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay. Um, you should watch, like, the first couple episodes are a little slow. Like, once they start getting into the, like, the Hunter exam sort of part, then it's it's pretty good. Okay, fair enough. I'll check it out. 
I'm always willing to give an anime like a good five episodes at least. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm still watching Archer, and still, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you you told me last time that I should watch another episode, and I just haven't. I I don't know. I think I'm just done with it. There was this this running bit in this last episode where uh, they were commenting about how Lana's natural state is angry, and uh, she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm happy right now." And they're and they're like, "On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you right now?" And she's like, "I'm a solid six. <laughs> and solid and they, six. And they're like, they're like, what? What and, and and Archer's all like, I'm always a nine, <laughs> and uh, and then he like walked into a tree and Lana's like, now I'm a seven, um, but the whole Fair enough. the whole uh, like through the whole episode, like people are all like like exclaiming like what what level of one to ten their happiness is at. Okay, does does uh, Cyril does he go down to like a zero or a one? Uh, he strikes me as a character that would hit one pretty quickly. No, no. Like the the funny part is, um, uh, Carol, Cheryl, um, which that 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 whole name thing is still going on. Okay. Um. Uh, she responds like to to things that would normally make people unhappy is things that would make her happy. Like Fair enough. She's she's always been very twisted. Yes. And so there's like stuff like that and I don't know. She's all like now I'm at a nine when like I don't know, like something bad happens and I don't Fair know. enough. But uh it's 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 a decent episode and like all these all these episodes are like self contained space episodes. Um, yeah, you told me that. And I just, yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know if it's worth the effort anymore. They, uh, so the, this this uh, particular episode, they come across a bunch of dead bodies that are their bodies, and they're all oh, like, okay. they're like, oh, it's it's parallel dimension, like other me kind of thing, and they and like the archer in that is. Like all like talking about how like these people are his best friends and Lana's his loving wife and all this other stuff. Yeah. And he's all like, it's like that's not me in a parallel universe. Uh, he's like, if I were in a parallel universe, I'd be like a spy or a private detective or <laughs> or an airplane pilot or something. <laughs> pilot in the jungles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's funny. That's funny. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like they got some really good one-liners. I just, I'll, I'll wait until the entire series is done. Yeah. I'll, I'll reassess. Okay. Um, also I watched the, uh, Netflix game show Awake. Okay. What uh, was that one? That was the one where people are awake for 24 hours and then they have them do things. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's people who are really cranky or really highlight. So... Like the the first thing they do is they have people spend twenty four hours counting quarters. Counting quarters? Oh my god! Really? Yep. And you're There's supposed no way to. I can stay awake. Uh huh. So you're supposed to keep track of how many quarters you've counted, 
and you're not I'm allowed to. Yes, you're not allowed to like oh. write it down or anything. Oh no, I would have to start over again and again. <laughs> I'd be I'd be like four thousand seven hundred eighty nine, four thousand seven hundred ninety, four thousand seven hundred ninety, four thousand seven. Damn it! What number right. was I on? One, two, <laughs> three. But um, so that that becomes a big part of of the game. So that happens, and then like the you start off with like six people, and then uh, they eliminate immediately the person who counted the least number of coins. So you you gotta you gotta count as many as you can during that twenty four hours, and accurately and accurately. Well. Yep, and then yeah. they also uh, the person who was the least accurate gets eliminated at that point as well. Do they get so to take the quarters home? Is that like they? Flies? They so they 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 guess the um the the number that they that they counted they actually had yeah and 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 so like it's it's like how close were they guessing to how much they actually had okay and um and so like that like then there's some like physical challenges kind of things like uh, physical the, challenge. Don't There's think. one where they were like throwing balloons that had money up into like uh, like needles or points or something on the like up above them, and then like money would fall down and they'd have to catch the money. Okay. Um, there was one where they had like balls on one side of the stage and like these three or four like clear tubes, and you would put a ball into the tube and you'd have to like hold it in the tube and then grab another tube and. Like, tip it into the... I don't know that I could do that not. Sleepy. 24 hours deprivation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, they have, like... Uh, they also have, um, like, uh, like a control. They, they tell you how much, like, a non-sleep-deprived person should be able to do. Okay, fair enough. Uh, they had... They had a, it was called Brain Freeze, where they just... They had to drink as much Slurpee as they could in, like, a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds um, painful. Yeah. I think I'd rather eat, like, pig anus or something like that <laughs> than have to just chug Slurpee. Um, but, like, so, yeah, they had those, and so, like, they do a round, and whoever did the best immediately gets to go to the next round. Uh, whoever did the worst uh, is going to be eliminated, but they do a, a buyout where they say, all right, Somebody can take like two thousand dollars for the first round. It's like okay, if you think you did the worst in the two th- in the first round, you can take two thousand dollars, or, um, oh, or you okay. can stay and maybe get eliminated. And okay, and they don't know they don't know necessarily how much their competitors how well they did. Right. They yep. Do. Or they might not even be quite aware of how well they did or didn't do. Right. That's interesting. So they they do a buyout uh, each round of. Uh, like two thousand, five thousand, seventy-five hundred uh, for the first like three rounds, and then it gets down to like the last two people, and they go by whoever was the most accurate, was the closest in their counting the the quarters. Okay. In the last round, and you can take a buyout for like ten grand at that point if you think the other person's closer than you are. Okay, fair enough. So it's kind of like deal or no deal with that too. And, um, so you get to the last person, 
and if you if you think uh, if you you can take the amount that you think you had or actually I think you get the amount that you actually had so you get to take those quarters nice. yeah. or you can take the quarters that everyone counted um, which ends up being like like 150 grand nice. somewhere around there in quarters that's awesome um, in quarters yes <laughs> that's a lot of quarters but uh but no, they start with a million dollars in quarters, and they show this is like this just like giant pool of quarters. I just imagine Scrooge McDuck, you know, right? Just yeah, yeah. Swim through it, yeah. Um. So, they yeah. So if if you you can either take the money, or if you think you're within five hundred dollars, then you win the, and you are, then you you win the the big pot. Mm-hmm. Um. And then if you think you're within $25, you can go ahead and if you're within $25, you win a million dollars. Nice. And, uh, like I, I watched... I think I will check out this show. Yeah, I watched two episodes and and they were they were pretty good. Yeah, you should watch yeah. the show. Yeah, I think I'll check that out. Um, another Netflix competition show that I've watched was blown away. Yeah, we said at, we were going to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was, it's very interesting, because uh, the thing is, it's a really cool thing. I just, I was expecting it more like Forged in the Fire, and this is more like the Great British Bake Off. Okay. Where I think people are just slowly eliminated until they get down to just having like one victor at the very end. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was going to be like four V, or like, you know, Four people all going head to head, and the person who wins that will eventually come back as like, you know, a champion or something like that. Oh no, there's not that many glass blowers, I don't think. A- apparently not. Oh, <laughs> uh, but still, uh, it was it was very interesting, and it's really cool to watch. But I have to say that I still I don't know I don't know if this I might have actually been watching porn because each person each contestant got their own personal glory hole. <laughs> right, I. I was I was watching was, with my father-in-law, and they said that, and I giggled. And <laughs> I don't think he noticed, but oh, oh, he noticed. <laughs> he noticed, but still, I mean, I know that like, you know, other things have had glory. Like, apparently, if you're looking for gold and everything, you can find a glory hole while you're, you know, panning for gold and I... pots and all this kinds of stuff. I'm considering uh, just, doing just, a Google search for glory holes so I can find all the different. Don't. Oh, I'll hit yeah, divine, yeah. define, define yeah, glory define hole. And what's the definition? Um, it's not. Nope, it's not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like even even the dictionary is all like, I ain't touching that word. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things that it's like. I'm sure this existed well before the porn term, the the sexual yes. explicit term, and everything. But quite frankly, it's it's now been adopted. You know, right? You're just not gonna you're not gonna get by by using that term anymore. So you might as well go ahead and call it a, a hot pot. Yes. Everybody has their own personal hot pot. Or ooh ooh, a hot pocket. <laughs> hot pocket. <laughs> right. Diarrhea pocket. So 
everybody can have their own hot pocket. Quick, quick, get the glass back in the hot pocket. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so uh, that's all it comes to me watching television. Can you right. watch any other television stuffs? Uh, no. Okay. We need to uh, uh, knock watched... out some movies here real fast. Yeah, I've watched just a lot of westerns of varying quality. Like I said, I watched Deadwood, the show, and currently watching the movie. I also watched Lightning Jack, which is a western starring Paul Hogan. Uh-huh. Is it, uh, is it an actual western, or is it like a... It's, it's a comedy western. Okay. It's also got Cuba Downing Jr. Cuba Downing Cuba Jr.? Jr. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. I always do that. Anyway, it's got uh, yeah. him, where he plays a mute. Okay. So it's the entire movie of like him just pantomiming. And I think he'd won like an Oscar, either right before that or right after that. Not for this role. No, he won the it's role like, for Jerry Maguire, Jerry didn't he? Jerry Maguire, show me the money, yeah. And so it's just very interesting, and it's it's not quite what it should be. It should be, he's, uh, Lightning Jack, uh, Paul Hogan's character, should be the, the outlaw who's always bumbled through life, and Cuba should be the guy that, you know, wants to become an outlaw, but realizes that this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, but because I'm also, I'm black and I'm mute in the Wild West, I kind of have to go with him. And it's not quite that. It's 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 kind of a slapstick comedy. Okay. Uh, it's if you like if you like really junky western movies, it's funny. It's worth a laugh. Um, but it's not great. Um, I also watched uh, America's Tale: Fifel Goes West, mm-hmm. which is a slightly better western. Hmm. Um, I watched that with Violet actually today. We 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 both enjoyed that very much. We both laughed at a bunch of different parts. Um, I watched uh, Spirited Away, and I think ZZ is old enough to watch that. Okay, I've never seen it. It's it's good. It's good. It's a Studio Ghibli thing. Um, it apparently was the very first Japanese animated thing to make like two hundred million worldwide. Or something okay. Like that. Um, but it's a it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's an interesting story. It's just a little weird. And I think it's a little too scary for Violet. There's a lot of, like, Japanese characters and people talking about eating other people. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, I think, a little too scary for her. But I think ZZ's at the right age for it. Um, oh, speaking of uh, Japanese movies, uh, I didn't watch it within the last two weeks, but I don't think I've talked about it. I watched uh, Your Name. Have I talked about that? No. Uh, yeah. It's, you might have mentioned it when it was coming out. Um, no, it's been out for a while. Uh, it's like a 2016 movie or something like that. Okay. It's a it's an anime movie. Um, but it's about like a a guy and a girl that sometimes wake up in each other's bodies. Okay. And they they have to live each other's lives and they leave notes for each other to to let them know what they did and everything. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, and they're they're making a, a Americanized movie of it. Like a live action movie. Yeah, live action. Okay, I mean it's very like being John Malkovich, but instead of you know being taking over somebody, it's like, oh, you've got to actually make it kind of like a time traveler's wife in that sense. Yeah, because time traveler's wife it involves like he would jump in time. And he would, you know, sometimes be forward in time where he didn't know what was going on. And they'd kind of have to, like, you know, 
do his best, or he'd travel back in time where he remembered. Oh, I knew. I know what happens here. Yeah, that book was so much better than that movie. Oh, a million times. Yeah, the movie <laughs> wasn't good at all. The book was excellent. Audrey Neffenegger, I think, was her name. The name of the author. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, I watched uh, Alita. Came out on video this week. Alita Battle Angel? Yeah. Okay, what did you think of it? Um, I mean, I, I kind of liked it better watching it a second time than I did the first time in the theaters. Um, okay. Watched it with uh, the in-laws, and they were like, it was a great trailer for a second movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely expecting to get a sequel. Like, it, it really just stops right before the story should be going. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of feel as though if the second movie would have came out, it would have been a lot more better. People would be more clamoring for, like, the prequel movie that this is. Like, how she got where she got. Okay. Kind of a thing. Maybe. But the thing is, this really, it seems like a live-action version of all the worst stuff of anime. Like, the convoluted plot, the backstories... It just, I don't know. It, it Visually, it's really good looking. It's really, really good looking. Yeah. But I think the storyline and the acting are just so horrible. Like, the whole love interest thing. I don't care about that at all. Yeah. It was weak. It was. And what's his face as the surrogate father? Like, he just immediately adopts her. Which is fine in anime. It happens all the time in anime. You just need a little bit more when it's live action. Especially if it's a live-action movie. And yeah. it's just not good. Um, let's see here. Uh, we mentioned Solo earlier. I watched it again this week. It's on Netflix now. Okay, fair enough. Did um, you like it more? Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, for what it is, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't think it's going to get a sequel. I think its sequel has already been yeah, taken off. Yeah, no. It's been but put on the back burner or whatever. But, like, I I wanted something that's that's in the Star Wars universe that's not that's not Force-related, that's not Skywalker saga. Yeah. I mean, it ends up being Skywalker saga, but, but yeah, it's yeah. not at that point. And... It is that, and and I like that. It was good. Yeah, there are a lot of parts of Solo that are good. I just, it was just lacking a bit for me. Like, I didn't need to know how he got his blaster. Like, I just didn't care about that. And then, uh, Rocket Man. I watched that. Yeah? Is that good? Um, it's a little weird. You're leaning towards a no. I was leaning towards a no. I mean, it, it, it seems like a response to um, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. It is not a biopic. Okay. It's more of a musical story of Elton John's life. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and I think that leads to, because he's alive still and they're not going to let him... They're not gonna let, let. He's not gonna let them post like, like put up things that are not. 
flattering or yeah. too unflattering. Yeah, because he could sue for slander and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. It's very... Well, and the thing is, like, all the things that were negative about uh, Freddie Mercury mm -hmm. were all signed off on by the band and the, you know, his, his ex-wife. Yeah. And so those people were all like, yeah, yeah, do this. Make him look bad for whatever reasons, you know? Whether or not it's the truth. It's, it's acceptable by all the people who are surviving. But, um, I mean, it's an okay, like, like the music's good, this yeah, is Elton is, John. Is, what's his name, Egerton or whatever, is he good in it? Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Okay, cool. Um. I mean, I like a lot of Elton John music, is it worth just watching it for the soundtrack? Maybe, yeah. And the musical numbers? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I can, I can be, I can get behind that. Um. I watched Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. And it was good. I laughed a lot. And I yeah, watched it's it with good. Sarah. And it's, it's very much when Harry met Sally, the okay. Asian version. Okay. Like, it's, you know, it's a story about people who, who knew each other when they were younger, who had a falling out or just did not see each other for a long time, and they kind of bump into each other again later in life. Okay, yeah. Like, it's, it's very much along those lines. And they become friends again. And that friendship leads to more. I I enjoyed the song at the end the most. Yes. Yes. You've quoted that many times. I, I literally I have listened to the three songs by Hello Peril, which I remember the name of this band. Yeah. it's that, <laughs> The music was actually decent. Uh, Ken, Ken Park... Is that his name, Ken Park? I don't know. Randall Park. Anyway, the 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 male the male person in Always Be My Man. Uh, he's really good. He's he he could he could rap pretty well, and it was relatively good music. Randall Park. Randall Park. So I, I knew it. I got there. Um, but yeah, their their hello song was actually really catchy. I enjoyed that. Um, and the, the guest cameo of Keanu Reeves was fantastic. Yes. I mean, Keanu Reeves had to have had such a good time on that set. Because, you know, he shot that all in a day. Like, that was just, <laughs> he showed up one day. And it's like, all right, you're going to be Keanu Reeves, but you're going to be, like, super intense asshole Keanu Reeves. I can do that. Yes. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> And so that's it was really good. It was it was a fun movie. It's uh it's I think a perfect like Netflix hangout and watch a romantic comedy movie. Yes. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chilly. Did, did you see that was that on a mutual friend where It was. It was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I meant chilly. Now put your clothes yes. back on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I worked hard on this. Now try it. Yes, eat my chili. Eat my chili. Yes. All right. Um, let's see here. I there was a post on Reddit this week that was like, "What? Uh, what is a perfect movie for you? And or what movie do you consider perfect? I think that's what it was. 
Okay. And the top post was Hot Fuzz. I don't think it's perfect, but it is damn good. And I was like, I've never actually seen that. I will watch it. Hot Fuzz is a very excellent homage to the action cop buddy thing. Mm -hmm. Like the the whole genre of... uh, And the fast pace and everything. It's, It's excellently shot. And there's fantastic timing and... Um, and there's like this whole idea that uh, it takes place in the same universe as Shaun of the Dead yeah the crime scene at the very beginning was like one of the very first zombie attacks okay Um, but yeah and the whole reason why uh, at the very end they're willing to get him back is because if he was there the zombie attack thing wouldn't have happened because he would have just gone out and just beaten back all the zombies you know Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Hot Fuzz is just excellent. Uh, it's Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, I think, at their best. Because they're, yeah. they're both enjoyable in, what is it, the end of the world? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, they're both enjoyable at that, but they're both, you know, older and it's a little drawn out. But Hot Fuzz is them at their peak. Yeah, it's really and good. It's, it's excellent. It's good writing, it's good foreshadowing. Um, good character development. Yeah, tons of jokes. Like you could watch that movie three times back to back, and you will find a new joke each time too. Yeah, I think I think my favorite bit's the policeman officer. Yeah, um, that's what I'm going to call them from now on, policeman officers. But yeah, Hot Fuzz is definitely excellent. Uh, it's it's worth it's worth watching and rewatching. Honestly, the whole the whole Coronado trilogy is is worth at least watching more than one. All right, do uh, you have any more movies? No, that's. I mean, I might have seen something, but I can't recall it at this moment, so it obviously didn't matter. Yeah, me too. All right, so let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so you can find us at Media Monday Show at Facebook, and. Find us wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening to us, then you found us in the right place. Yeah, you already found us. Um, you can also join our uh, our fantasy movie league. Yeah, uh, the fantasy movie league is Media Monday Show is the league, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E N O. And um, yeah, that uh, email us at mediamondayshow at gmail yeah, yeah. Email us. Uh, let us know if there's anything we should be watching. Um, if you feel as though you disagree, we can give you a shout-out. Yeah, we'll shout at you. We'll shout at you. We'll tell you how wrong you are. Yep. All right. Um, but, yeah, until uh, two weeks from now, uh, everybody, have a good one. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.